time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. I am excited to have joining us on the microphone today, Liz Gilchrist Kelly. She is the Director of Research for Ernst Fee Service at Black Knight and Jan Dalton-Clark. She is Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Ernst Fee Service at Black Knight. For those of you who may not know, Black Knight Patented Ernst Fee Monitoring Service monitors all activity of loan quotes for fees, changes on a daily basis, including all recording fees, transfer taxes, as well as settlement services, title premiums, inspections, appraisals, and much more. And there's some important updates that we're going to get from both Liz and Jan. So Liz and Jan, thank you so much for taking time to join us here. Good to have you here. Thank you, David. It's an honor and a privilege. I'm excited about this. Some people say there's, you know, this, these are just small little numbers, but Andy just brought out a great point about the, how important the granularity is, some of these numbers. So, you know, for some of us that may not be aware of some of the latest change regarding property taxes and transfer fees, could you give us an update on what is going on? Sure, sure. Thank you. Basically, what we're seeing is we're seeing two major trends uh, in regard to transfer taxes. So as municipalities are looking to generate revenue, we are seeing more and more that locally the municipalities are putting on the ballot for referendums to uh, have a new, mm. brand new uh, property transfer tax rate that they've never had before. One of the funds yeah. that is very popular is they're looking to fund affordable housing, and we're seeing a lot of this in California. A number of the cities have started to use the ballot referendums to get new local transfer taxes or increase their existing. And before this trend started, normally the way it would work throughout the United States is at the state level, there'd be state legislation would go and it would work its way through each state's legislative process, which is completely different in every single state. A piece of legislation goes in, everyone thinks they know what it uh, is trying to achieve, and by the time it gets out of this committee and that committee and it gets approved here and approved there and signed by the governor, sometimes it looks nothing like what went in. That is really interesting, and and it's not surprising. For two things, not surprising that fees are going up. Everyone's looking for ways to increase revenue. Every state I can think of is, and then also the fact that California may be leading the way. So we should be paying attention. And you guys are in the Bay Area. Both you and Jan are in the Bay Area. So uh, I think I interrupted you. Please your thought, and then I want to get Jan's thoughts on this. Oh yeah, absolutely. But you are you are correct. It, this really we started seeing it a few years ago. But San Francisco and Oakland were among the first cities to take action as a way to generate that revenue, and they got everything passed. So they took it. They took kind of control right. at the local level, which kind of makes sense. They have a need there, and they said, "How can we be mm-hmm. creative about this?" And that's what they came up with. Imagine that. So, Liz and Jan, if you could give us some examples of what you're talking about. You talked about already a little bit about what's going on in the state, but if you could give us a little more insight, that'd be great. Absolutely. Um, as I said, we're seeing this across the United States. It's definitely not just a California trend. Um, we've been tracking all year this year. Chicago is considering tripling their real estate transfer tax. You see it every day in the news. Tripling, yeah, yeah. 
and they, Whoa. you know, a, pro- a proposal is put forward, and then other people say you can't do that, right? You got to do something else. So we, Black Knight here, we monitor this through the whole process. Very often, we know right from the beginning what's what they're talking about, and then we have wow. to be very creative to see it all the way through. First of all, I'm just thinking what a valuable service. I was not aware of this. I'm so glad that you guys brought this to our attention. And we're so glad. I'm just, I was not aware that Black Knight had this as a service. That's awesome. Well, and we see so many more uh, tax increases at local levels. When, you know, Liz was talking about it being at the state levels years ago, uh, today this is a way for local jurisdictions, as Liz was mentioning, to bring in money. And, you know, the hard part is, as, as a lender in the industry, when you're looking at this, the volume of changes. And now, you know, it used to be when the economy was down, we saw a lot of increases in tax. Today, right. Liz, we're seeing increases in tax all the time, Right. Absolutely. It, you know, as I said, started a few years ago, but it's just gaining momentum, and it's really an enormous challenge because the lenders, how do they know? They're, they're, they're recording their deeds and mortgages in 3,600 recording jurisdictions. So, oh, wow. Yeah, wow. 3,600. Yeah. How, how, how could anyone monitor this without a service like this? I mean, that, that would be just mind-boggling. How big of an issue is this becoming? I mean, thinking about this, this has got to be huge. It is. It's absolutely enormous. Um, years ago, when we started uh, with Ernst and tracking fees, what did we have? Somewhere around uh, 2,000 fee changes in a year, and then it went to 6,000. And Liz, where are we now? 15? Oh, yeah. Last year was a record year on top of a record year from the prior year, and we had about 15,000 data updates in a 12-month period. Wow. Wow. And then when you, you think about, you know, a, as a lender in today's world where we're doing a lot of online lending and we have all this mm-hmm. increased activity that's out there, how do you even begin to identify 15,000 local recording jurisdictions change their fees and it impacts every lender who's doing any kind of a transaction in that jurisdiction if they have a loan that's in process when it happens? So spending your time looking for loans and sifting to find fee changes is is not what a lender wants to do. No, and that's not their expertise. That's not their expertise, but that is our expertise because we've been doing this for 30 years. The the names of the forms change, right, with the TRID rules. Now it's called the loan estimate and the closing disclosure. So we know government's going to constantly change these rules, but... We, we're proactive in all of our research, so we're going to find it. We're going to notify the lenders so that they're always going to be able to provide a precise result on their taxes and fees. So what Dr. Andy was talking about, that's, that's what we do here. We do data precisely, day in and day out. And the changes are, are that we see in the local jurisdictions, they're really, there's nothing consistent about anything in the marketplace today. Um, a, a change in one part of the country will be completely different when we look at it someplace else. So the impact isn't one that you can predict. Um, it, and as legislation is moving, some pieces of legislation don't come through, others come through early, and then they'll have uh, a, a rollout of when the fee increase can happen, and it may take as long as two years to roll out in all the different locations um, as it applies. So tracking this becomes more and more difficult. Well, that's what I was really wondering. What is at stake for lenders that are, that if they're missing these? 
millions and millions of dollars, depending upon the lender. Uh, you know, at a minimum, hundreds of thousands of dollars that we see in fee cures. We had a, a fee increase go up in July in New York, Liz, for taxes. What did they do? They added a new tax or it was an increase in a tax? Oh, yeah, New York City and the boroughs. Mm-hmm. They, they, and they didn't use their typical process to get this submitted and approved. It was kind of a backdoor deal, and they increased the um, taxes on the high-end real estate in New York City. Yep. So, so with that increase, we had one, just one lender who does significant business in New York. Had they not been using our monitoring service, they would have had cures up to $3.2 million dollars. From Whoa. one tax. So this is, this is, and that's just one tax increase in just one area, one state. Exactly. Exactly. And, and what we're seeing, though, is the other trend is what Jan is talking about, where the jurisdictions now, especially at the state level, they're saying, hey, we're not going to just have a blanket tax rate on the sale, uh, the purchase price on the sale. What we're going to do is we're going to put tiers into place. So another one is putting hmm. tiers tears into places, and again, high rent areas, Connecticut, right? So, but Connecticut's going to do it. We already know about it. Our clients through Black Knight Services, they're already, they're already aware of this, that in July of 2020, Connecticut's going to add another higher tax tier and rate. So any uh, properties exceeding $2.5 million, they're going to have a new tax rate of 2.2%. State of Washington just created four new tax tiers based upon the sale price, each tier has a different tax rate, and now you've got to figure all of that out. So the lenders, the complexity of recording their documents accurately in these states, it's just going to be very, very difficult for them. I've got to ask this question. Uh, how many people are taking advantage of your service? This is something we need to be talking about more on the podcast, make sure everyone's out there and aware of it. Is you must Hopefully you have the vast majority of the industry already there, but, I mean, is there opportunity? This <laughs> It's, it's over to your area, Jana, the uh, the sales. Sure, I you know we've had we patented the monitoring service back in 2012, but the difference with the monitoring service today, now that we're part of the Black Knight organization, is we're able mm-hmm. to offer. Um, our empower clients the ability to not only get alerted that fees are going up, but the LOS actually goes in, recalculates the fees, triggers a brand new loan estimate, and a changed circumstance, all automated within the full process. So now as a lender, you don't have to go back and go, did I get this monitor alert? Do I know the fees are up? Now I have to request a new uh, loan estimate. Mm. The entire process we have today is seamless and it all and produces the new LE and the change circumstance for the borrower within le- within 24 hours or less. So that's great that's great for if you're using the Empire service and which is a great system encourage people to take a look at it if they're not already using it. But also I want to talk about what about other systems? How are you interacting with other systems that are not Empire based? I'm assuming you have connections with all of them. We do. We are connected with, with throughout the industry with nearly you know all LOSs that are out there. Depending upon and direct connections 
to lenders themselves, actually, too. Uh, depending upon the, the technology system that they are working with, the level of automation changes. So Ernst has the ability to uh, notify our clients in uh, report formats of different kinds, also within different websites where they're using our services, and they can pick up the fee changes. We automatically recalculate them. We guarantee those fee uh, increases are going mm. to be accurate. Wow. So we stand behind them, um, and we post Good. all those notifications, and those happen within 24 hours of the change. That is really something. Let's talk about for a moment about what lenders should do to protect against these losses and stay atop of these changes. Obviously, sign up for your service, I guess, was the first one. But, uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, duh. But, you know, talk, when they sign up, how do they use it? What's the process of getting it implemented? How do we get it connected to their, their LOS so that it automatically picks out the appropriate LEs and makes the changes? How does that all happen? The system in terms of um, being connected to Ernst and turning on the monitor for a lender is so easy. They just have to say, please turn it on. And we turn it on. Wow. From there, what happens is every night what we do in our systems, we hold every loan calculation request that comes through in the jurisdiction with it. We check it up against our systems to see if fees have gone up in those jurisdictions. And then we automatically rerun the request that originally came to us. So no one has to resubmit a request. We know what the parameters were. We can identify the actual LE transaction in the systems as long as there's a note saying this is the LE. We know which one to monitor. And all of yep. that is fully automated and pushes back out to the lender. Um, in terms of generating an automated uh, LE and a change circumstance, that has to happen within the actual LOS. So depending mm. upon the LOS's capabilities, that functionality is available. Let's get over to Joe. Any questions you have of our guests, Jan and Liz? Yeah, Dave. You know, my typical question is, what's it cost? And how do you how do you <laughs> how do you get into uh, an agreement with you? Is it a subscription based deal or is it a, a activity based deal? How does it work? It's all of the above. <laughs> Whatever's okay. going to work best for our partners and our clients. You know, generally it's on a per loan basis that we work because, you know, the way we work today, you're going to license a monitor product and then based on if it actually does impact a loan, then we have a service that we're providing. But we're also providing services where lenders can do quotes in the future, which is very different. So mm. if you're closing 60 days from now and you tell us what your estimated close date is, we're able to calculate based on that future date. So if we know fees are going up, you're getting those accurate fees, you know, 60 days ahead because that's when you're looking to close. That would be a transaction-based service. So our mm -hmm. models fluctuate based on the type of program that we're providing and what our clients need. Very good. How well in advance are those fees changes published? I mean, are, can it happen rather suddenly and unexpectedly, or is it there usually a decent amount of notice? Oh, Liz, it, I'll let you. This is yeah. your world. <laughs> this is this is our world that gives us heartburn every day. Um, it, it, it's as I'll say what Jan said. It's all of the above. We we track changes for a year or two. We can also find out something today that's going to be effective tomorrow or the next day. So, our research wow. protocols are very very strict. We will not 
we're not going to implement a change until we go through a legal end of the research process so we know it's 100% accurate. But as soon as that's completed, then through Black Knight systems, we just get that in and get that out there for all of our clients. So as Jan said, you can pull it up for today to record tomorrow, or you can pull it up knowing that you're quoting out 30 days or 45 days. You're going to pull over the most accurate information available. That's good. That's good. Alan, Get over to you. You're right there in uh, the Jacksonville area, Ponte Vedra Beach area, where Black right. Knight is headquartered. What questions do you have for us, our guests? Well, one, one is a statement. It's a, it's a must-have, right? Even yeah. if you're manually like validating information and it's not automated. But I did want to chat with you. What are your, what are your thoughts around the point of sale and a loan officer being able to you know, have an edge on the market and, and be more accurate? Because these fees are, are critical to to um, the APR as well as to the the total fees that you're going to pay um, for the loan. So we do connect directly into the POS programs that are out there. The only challenge that you have at a POS level is you don't know enough about the borrower yet sometimes to get the full Mm -hmm. accuracy that you need to be able to quote the fees exact. In terms of changes in fees and monitoring fees, we begin to monitor them when the actual LE hits rather than, uh, you know, in the initial discussions when you're doing the loan workout because you want to make sure you're monitoring the right transaction. Action. Um, but we absolutely, mm-hmm. the goal is to have from the very first moment that the mar- borrower experiences a quote, that it matches all the way through the lending transaction. That's right. And that's what we all want to see. Yeah. And, and the other part of my question um, is really, you know, this is something that's just ripe for blockchain. And I know certain jurisdictions or municipalities across the country are testing blockchain, but really for this to work, where you know your service wouldn't be needed, I, I could never put a time frame on that because the entire country would have to be adopting some kind of blockchain that everybody would adapt to and have the technology and implementation to adapt to to, to migrate into. It, it just it seems so forever future. So I'm just curious your thought around blockchain or or maybe you supporting the blockchain of the future for this. So, Liz, I know you've been at PRIA with some discussions on blockchain. Yes, there, there are. Jan's referring to PRIA, which is the Property Record Industry Association that we're extremely involved in. And there have been quite a few sessions discussing blockchain. It's still very early from the information I have in regard to exactly how it will be transformative, obviously. But how exactly can we leverage that um, to continue to provide streamlined services in real time? So I don't really yeah. have a specific example I can give you at this time, but clearly it is not a real future future. Many jurisdictions are actually using Black Knight technology, maybe not in regard to recording deeds and mortgages right now with the recorder, but they're using it in other governmental back-end operations. And so I think those are all test cases for, hey, how do we apply the strength of blockchain to the financial yeah. industry? So there'll be a lot you know, coming in the future on that, I'm sure. I agree. Good stuff. Good discussion today. It's such an important topic. You see, there you go. A lot of people say, oh, what a boring topic. Fees, changes, who cares? You better be caring. And Black Knight, I got to tell you, Liz Jan, this is very interesting. And I was unaware of this. So I'm so glad that our thousands upon thousands of listeners are going to get to learn about this. And uh, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you and for people to learn more? Give us a website, links, anything, and emails phone numbers, whatever you want to do. Sure. I would go to www.blackknight.com 
And in terms of emails for Liz and I, uh, jan.clark at bkfs.com and liz.gilchrist at bkfs.com. Yeah, I think it's so important. Listeners, reach out to them. Go back and listen to this. Share this podcast with others, everyone. It's an important topic, and I think people just kind of go, oh, the feed thing. That, that's just minuscule stuff. Well, let's listen to it. thousands upon thousands of dollars. It could be impacting the company. And so be sure to pay attention to this. Get a hold of them. We've had as our guest, Liz Gilscrest Kelly. She's the director of research. How an impossible task transferring. <laughs> Looking at all of those various taxing authorities across there. But she's the head of research, director of research for Ernst Fee Services at Black Knight. And Jan Dalton Clark, senior vice president of sales and marketing. And uh, we're just so fortunate to have both of you here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy days to share with our listening audience what's going on. Thank you so much Thank for you. having us join. It's been a pleasure. It's been a delight. Really enjoyed it. Folks, next week we've got Pam Jenkins. She's president of Willow Bend Mortgage, and the topic is going to be about leadership. I've known Pam for many, many years, and it's almost following up on the Empower theme to see women that are coming, rising up in the organization, breaking the glass ceiling, going up uh, and uh, charging the the corporate halls that are out there. And I can't tell you, Pam is doing such a brilliant job of it. Her story is so interesting, and I'm really excited to have her on podcast next week. So be sure to come back next week and tell others about it. Pam Jenkins, president of Willow Bend Mortgage, will be joining us. If you want to learn how you can get on and tell us your story, I tell you, that's what this is a podcast about. We're sharing important information like today's topic, really important stuff. And it's sometimes not always out there as a shiny object. It's so important that we understand about the fees, what's going on, and then about leadership, what you can do to grow through your organization. If you're an aspiring young female in the marketplace, you do not want to miss next week's podcast. Outstanding. I want to say a special thank you to all of our sponsors, Black Knight, Open Mortgage, Finastra, Resex, Warehouse Lending, a division of United Bank, as well as the MBA Lenders One Mortgage Collaborative, CLMA, as well as Velma, Knowledge Vidyard and AI Assist. Listeners, thank you so much for sharing our podcast. And again, thank you for so many of you that walked up to us at the conference and told us how much you enjoyed it. It means everything. We do this as a give back to the industry and your feedback, positive feedback is so much appreciated. Also, we want those suggestions of how we can do this better. Have a great week. Looking forward to having you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.